Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Looking good, Italian job. I'm feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, brother? Man, I am doing well. It is uh, currently 80 degrees in Greensboro, North Carolina on February 23rd, so I have nothing to complain about. And you, my friend, just got back from... the magic magical of most kingdoms yeah i did we uh we had a good trip with the family we finally figured out how to do this whole thing and do it somewhat on a budget uh i'll be honest with you my uh my king and queen were a little out of alignment uh over the past few days but we're home i'm back in the gloom putting some work in Uh, it was a great trip glad to be home but it was a much needed reprieve from everything all the things all the things and responsibilities of that the world requires yeah, they say somewhere that you can't outqueen your king. I don't think you can outqueen the mouse either. So well played. Glad you're <laughs> yeah. back to reality. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, we had a big day. Uh, F3 Greensboro. I know a lot of regions across the country. Uh, hashtag finish the run. Uh, did the uh, run, run for Ahmad Arbery. Uh, so that was powerful. We had 35 guys at one of our AOs, another dozen or so at another AO. And so that was a meaningful start for the day here. And uh the Nantan Emeritus and our current Nantan are heading up the mountain tomorrow afternoon for a uh, a retreat. So that's going to be that's going to be good too. So all sorts of exciting things happen in F three world, but that kind of leads me to our topic today. I'm excited once again. Slack came through, and the guys out of Spring Hill, Tennessee, put out a really great idea. Um, I would say borderline stuff you should definitely be doing. Not even stuff worth trying, but definitely be doing. Or definitely be considering. So we'll dive into it. Uh, typical name Arama. Kwame, we'll start with you, man. How'd you get your F3 name? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Eric Deskamps, 48, Kwame. Uh, I was my I was born in F3, uh, Davidson, North Carolina. And uh, just north of Charlotte. I'm, that's right. And uh I was from I'm from Detroit. So when they went to name me, they thought well, let's not call him Eminem or Kid Rock. That might be too cool. What's the name of that uh, former mayor that's uh, in 
uh, federal prison for embezzlement. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be Kwame Kilpatrick. So that's how I got my name of Kwame. Outstanding, outstanding. I believe it was your Slack post that I saw, and you gave you immediately gave full credit for the idea of today's topic to Rudolph. So Rudolph, uh, same thing. Name and Rama. How'd you get your F three name? Yeah, Chris Milan, thirty six. Rudolph. Um, about three years ago, uh, I had lunch with a former coworker who all of you know is Heidi, our Tennessee second Q. And he said, hey, man, why don't you come work out this weekend? We're meeting up at uh, 5.30 a.m. in a parking lot. And I thought, I got nothing else going on. So I came out, and after the workout, uh, I shared that when I was a kiddo, I fell off the pogo stick on Christmas Eve, busted my nose wide open. So, of course, Christmas Day, I looked just like Rudolph. So beautiful nice. <laughs> i could have gone a lot of different directions i think it could have gone a lot worse pretty directions. well with that one you could have been you'll shoot your eye out or you know who knows what how do the piggies eat that sort of thing <laughs> well done well kwame i'll start the first question with you um without burying the lead you guys came up with this concept or at least put it out on slack right uh of the idea of a site q summit so a gathering of the minds uh, leading the leaders that sort of thing what was the impetus of that idea and what led you to gathering your crew together in that way? Yeah. So uh, what we were experiencing really as an SLT group was just a lot of um, internal complaining um, just from uh, PAX members, just not really understanding the kind of the culture that we have tried to build in Spring Hill and uh, through, through, uh, a few times, just not really, not really having anything um, specifically written down. We thought, well, we should we should put something together. There's nobody that's going to teach these guys a culture if not us. So we've got to figure out some way of getting that through to the to the packs. Go ahead, IJ. <laughs> I was just going to say the uh, Tommy boy. I think you and I probably would agree on this. The site cue, in my opinion is probably the most important job in a region. And I say that because the site queue is not only planting a flag, he's he's the guy who gets the information from the FNGs. He's the guy who welcomes a guy. It's not every workout that the Nantan, the Weasel Shaker, the rest of the SLT is in attendance, but the site queue is going to be at the site every day that it's at his site. So um, to kind of level set with the guys, you know, what are the struggles? What are the things that are going well? Um, what do we need to talk about as a group? What If you're, we're seeing some some problems, what can we address? Talking to the site queue sets the whole temperature and barometer for the entire region. So I love the concept of a site queue summit where guys can talk about what their frustrations are. But more importantly, they can talk about, um, you know, w- the direction the region's going. Um, and their level setting and understanding what's happening over here should be happening over here. There should be some consistency and expectations. So that's why I was excited about seeing that site Q summit because it's a level setting of expectations. Yeah, Kwame, Kwame I, mean, I saw I, you I raise your hand. <laughs> Kwame, I appreciate yeah. what you said too when, in the form of you caught yourself complaining, right? And it's one of the most important things I've ever heard is when I would complain, somebody called me out and would say, what did that person say when you told them that? Right. Mm. So this accountability level of, of, well, don't tell me, you know, you can vent to me if you want, but that's only going to go so far. If you want to fix the, the problem or solve the opportunity or create an opportunity, you got to go 
tell that guy what you just told me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I appreciate that you went the next step and gathered everybody. Uh, Rudolph, what were some of the things, or Kwame, I'll I'll let you finish up. And then I want to dive into Rudolph, just generally speaking, what were some of the things that you spotted that could have been potential problems that you guys turned into potential opportunities? But Kwame, did you have something you wanted to wrap up with? Yeah, just the the fact that, you know, we're we're complaining. And like you said, it, it does no good to just complain about something. And, and really we're complaining about things that the, uh, the psyches didn't know because they were never told. Um, so here we are trying to, we just had to shift our mindset uh, as an SLT group to, to look at it as how are we gonna leave a legacy? How are we gonna continue on with the culture that we've tried to build unless we pass it on. So we took it as, you know, owned up to it and said, this is on us. We're the ones who have to make this change. So yeah, Rudolph was uh, instrumental in, in making that happen. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, when I started in, in this role of first F lead, it was about a year ago, uh, the group of site cues that were in place at that time was a very different group of people than we have today. I think just about everyone has rolled over, right? Someone new has taken over uh, and we've added several sites. So there's been a lot of change. And, you know, I think one of the things I took for granted when I started uh, serving in this role is everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone, you know, someone else, some, someone else on the SLT has taken it upon themselves to instruct the site cues uh, about what all their job roles and responsibilities are. So I don't have to worry about that. And I think over time, you know, one of my blind spots was, oh, when these new folks come on, I'm offering to help them. I'm saying, let me know if I can help. Here's some of the basic things, but I may not be equipping them to succeed. I may not be informing them of all of the things that they really need to accelerate and to build their unique site into their their own site that is differentiated from the other sites. So one of the things that we, so, so yes, Kwame, I, you know, we, you and I both, I think took that upon ourselves to say, this is something that we can do a better job of. Let's figure it out. Let's put something together. Uh, One of the things that we noticed specifically was, you know, I think we have three or four categorizations for our sites. We've got running sites, uh, body weight, bootcamp, you know, workout sites, we've got wrecking sites and then just weighted sites. Right. So folks are bringing sandbags, kettlebells, whatever. And, uh, you know, several months ago, we did give some guidelines that, you know, try to stick to what your site is and try not to deviate from that. But I think that we we got a little relaxed on that over time and we stopped pushing that message. So we did have uh, some folks that, you know, showed up to one site that was uh, labeled as one kind of workout and it ended up being something totally different, running at a workout, et cetera. And we realized, hey, when people come to these uh, 5.30 a.m. workouts, they know what they want to do. They have a pretty good idea of, of showing up with a certain fitness goal in mind. So let's try to honor that and let's be true to that. So when we uh, took that message and said, hey, this is a chance for all the site cues to meet a need. Each of these packs is showing up with a specific need, a goal. You can help them with that. I think that really connected with a lot of the site cues. Yeah, oh, boy, I think we've I, all I, been I went, to workouts before where it goes sideways real quick, right? You're you're showing up, you've got your running shoes on, and suddenly you're throwing around center blocks, uh, and you wonder you wonder how how that happened, and vice versa too, right? Um, and and it look, let's be clear, it's it's always good to be pushed outside of our limits, 
And when you show up, like you said, to a 530 workout and you're expecting a running workout, that's what you're prepared for. Uh, throwing a curveball in that fashion can go horribly wrong really quick. Uh, and yeah, so and Tommy Boy, cool to talk through that. I'll interject and say that I, I, I love your point of it's good to push yourself because at the same time, I'm all about getting folks outside of their comfort zone. And we actually specifically, you know, communicated to our site cues, it is okay to do this. It is okay to switch gears and, you know, let's, let's uh, bring a ruck out to one of our body weight workouts every now and then to see if we can push ourselves. Let's do a Murph with a vest on uh, when you might normally not. But the key is let's communicate that ahead of time, right? And let's make sure that we're all on the same page about it. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. When I cue a workout that's going to be a little bit different from what's normally required at that workout, let's say I go to a boot camp workout, but I tell the guys in advance on Slack, I'll say, we're going to run a minimum of three miles. It's basically going to be running with burpees. But that lets the guys know, do I want to go? Do I want to push myself or do I want to go to another AO? Because the last thing I would want is for someone to show up with an expectation of a certain level of workout. It's like if you have a moderate boot camp that guys are recovering from injury and it's more of a moderate style. Why would you come with a black diamond workout? It doesn't fit the need. Um, so if you are going to go a little bit off, uh, off of what is the expectation to tell the guys in advance so they can either attend, they can modify as necessary. And if they're going to need gear to tell them in advance. So if you are going to modify, it's good to tell the guys in advance. That way there are no surprises and, and you're not having to deal with guys who are frustrated that that can turn a, a workout sideways quickly. Yeah. And we're growing so fast right now that we almost, we have basically all those types of uh, workouts almost every day. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll have a, we'll have a body weight. We'll have a run. So yeah, to to mix that up when you've already got the variety there, uh, yeah, it was just it it rubbed some people the wrong way, threw some people off. Um, and again, like you said, we can we can push out of our comfort zone, but just gotta be aware of that kind of stuff ahead of time, especially because you're also dealing with you know potential F and Gs coming out there, and and they came out specifically because oh this is a run today I, I can do that and then they come out and if it's their first time and you've thrown you know cinder blocks at them maybe they're not coming back <laughs> that's a colossal one and done right there you guys both hinted at it as well um the the guys that that were currently serving in the role of a site who came out and learned a lot which i think is awesome that right there is is a huge success for calling the group together what were some of the things that they walked away with that you might want to share with uh with anybody tuning in yeah, so I'll, I'll share some things. And then uh, I think Kwame, after I share, it may be good for you to talk about some of the culture things that we chatted about. Um, but you know, one of the things which this is more table stakes and maybe not as exciting, but really important. And it was just, what is your responsibility as the site queue before the workout, during the workout and after the workout? And shocker, a lot of the work is before the workout even happens, right? It's making sure people are scheduled to queue. It's making sure that we pre-blast everything in, in Slack or uh, online, making sure that, you know, that whoever is queuing, especially if it's a VQ, first time queue has what they need. You know, you're showing up early, you're making sure folks are comfortable, know how to get there. Um, so, and then during and after there's, we have a bullet list of, of stuff we can put into the, the show notes, I'm sure. 
But mm -hmm. yeah, making sure that the site cues are just equipped to uh, pull this thing off and the mechanics of the site work successfully. And the cool thing about that is we're finding that once our site cues internalize that and learn that, it becomes second nature. They just do mm -hmm. it automatically. And that frees them up to pay more attention to uh, some of the culture things that Kwame will talk about. Yeah, and, and this it's also important to understand that this is, uh, you know, these are, this is a living document, right? This is, uh, it, it's subject to change. And, you know, recently health, safety issues have come up and so we've added that to it right so anytime you're leaving here's a specific example anytime you're leaving the ao and going off site somewhere uh you know making sure everybody has some sort of reflective gear um, or a headlamp or something of that nature um also there's been talks recently about you know um having somebody that is certified in CPR, like, is there a way that we can um, utilize that uh, to, to make each of the, the workouts more uh, safe for everybody? But above and beyond that, um, like Rudolph said, we had some culture stuff that, that we like to talk about and we feel are, are fairly unique to our region. And we want to pass that along. Um, we, you know, we, we tend to stay away from, you know, the bro culture, the one-upping, uh, any real negative energy. Um, we just, as a region, we tend to be, uh, to lean toward, towards being uh, encouraging. And um, that's kind of something that we like to maintain. So that's something that we wanted to, wanted to keep going. Also, uh, we do things specifically like uh, a moleskin at the end of um, COT, where we just talk about something that is on our heart as the cue. Um, and again, it's it's moments of encouragement to pass on to people to to take throughout their day. And uh, it's something that we've always you know mentioned as optional, but I mean, ninety nine percent of the times, guys are going to share something, whether it is. Uh, something based on their faith or something that they just want to encourage packs with for the day. Um, that's that, those are the sort of things that we wanted to make sure passed on, you know, well beyond when we are done serving as, you know, on our time as SLT. Yeah, that's uh, like really you're talking legacy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Laying the groundwork for the next 43 feet, right? Um, I think we've kind of touched on why is this worth trying? It's setting that culture it's, and the expectations, but um, it's to help develop future leaders. And, th and that's our, our goal here. It's to plant, grow, and serve small workout groups for men for the invigoration of male community leadership. That last tag, invigorate male community leadership. And the site cue, and that's kind of the responsibility. So we talked about why it's worth trying. Um, and you talked about some stuff that guys brought forward. How was it received by the site cues? Was this something they were like, I'm glad we did this. We should do this more often. I hated it. I mean, what kind of feedback did you get from your site cues? Yeah, I mean, definitely um, right off the bat, kind of just an informal poll. Like, And just to understand, this was not some massive uh, deal that we put together. I mean, we borrowed uh, one of the packs is uh, um, his business uh, like meeting room, conference room. Um, you know, we brought in a couple of pizzas and uh, some, some Miller high life. And uh, we had the champagne. We just had, 
<laughs> That's right. And it was, it was a little bit over an hour that we took out of their time. And it was, you know, these guys, so on, on their way out, just kind of took an informal poll and, Hey, did, you know, something like this, did you learn anything? Was it valuable to you? You know, number one thing we were talking about ahead of time as we were putting this together is let's make this time valuable for the guys. You know, it's not just a, not just another second F event or anything like that. Let's make it valuable. And uh, I think to, to a T, I think everybody was saying, you know, again, not only did they, they learn something about the role, but just uh, appreciated and, and really a lot of the things that they were thinking were things that they were responsible for. They were able to confirm that, you know, solidly with, with us having this summit. Yeah. And, and I would even go so far as to say that we learned a lot. You know, I had a couple of folks that came up to me after and said, you know, thank you. And this was great. And have you thought about this? And, you know, it was, and they were great points. And we actually incorporated that into our guidelines. And it was a great example, I think, as the SLT to remember that we're trying to lead from humility here and take the feedback of the folks that, that we're partnering with. And it was just a great experience from both perspectives, I think. Yeah, just, I mean, judging by the photographs and the pictures alone, it seemed like the guys were really engaged. I mean, it, it, from a body language perspective, guys were leaning in to whomever was speaking in the, in the pictures. You know, you've got them dialed in. And, and so it's just like a workout. If you're going to get me out at 530 in the morning, don't waste my time. If you're going to bring me to an event uh, where you're going to pour into, into your packs, don't waste their time either, right? It's an opportunity for everybody to accelerate together, which is the whole point of what we're trying to achieve here. So yeah, I, I go back to the original statement. I would I would underscore this as not even something worth trying, but something worth looking into and, and stealing and and making it your own for your region. Um, because if you know, if not us who, right? If not now when. And the fact that you guys got this dialed in and unlocked a whole bunch of dudes that thought that their only job was to plant a flag and pick it up before they went home, right? Turns out that they're really the glue that binds these these different packs and these different regions together. Um, they create the they create the secret sauce and and they uh, they give the recipe away and the pre blast right and they keep guys coming back so that's phenomenal and, and countless other things right let's be honest so uh, we will definitely link uh, your items in the show notes we've also got for out of Katy Texas the triangle of trust idea that's going to be linked in there guys if you're looking for a template to set up Q expectations, site Q expectations and site Q tips rather is a better way to put it. That's all in stuffworthtrying.com as well. You can type any of those words into the search bar. It'll take you right to where you want to go. Uh, Kwame, any kind of final thoughts coming from your standpoint on this process? Yeah, I think uh, like what Rudolph was talking about, we learned some st stuff too. And you know, depending on how how long uh, your particular region has PsyQ stay in that role, it would probably determine the cadence of how often you have these these type of meetings. Uh, for us, it's it's approximately twelve months or a year. So uh, we were talking about doing this as an annual event moving forward, and uh, just also don't forget these guys. You know, a lot of times I I mentioned this. Um, to Rudolph and, and to some other guys, but when you're, some of these guys are leading for the first time as a site queue, not only in F3, but maybe in their life. Uh, maybe they haven't had a role in work 
or anything like that with leadership and responsibilities. So this um, this is kind of a, we look at it as a stepping stone for sure. Um, next step after a site queue is going to be most likely, you know, potentially a, as an SLT member and potentially a Nantan of a region. So, uh, you know, we did post that afterwards as well and just said, look, if you are interested in, you know, continuing to lead or, or leading, uh, we we wanted to do this not only for the current site queues, but put this together for the next batch of site queues that are coming up next, you know, so they have a kind of a, a running start when they get going. So. How about you, Rudolph? Rudolph, any kind of final thoughts other than stay away from pogo sticks on Christmas? No pogo sticks, not even on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, I think that the majority of men who are stepping into this kind of leadership role want to be here. And what I've observed is that when we equip them with this kind of information and this, these kinds of tools to be successful, they will celebrate it. They will step into it and they'll run with it. So I view this as, you know, uh, giving something to our site cues to help them with something that they are already interested in doing. And so far I've just seen folks grab this and take off with it. Outstanding. IJ, I'm going to put it on you, Mr. Disney. Uh, any <laughs> any final thoughts from your travels or your downtime? I know you were busy kicking out uh, an issue even while you're away of news yeah. nation, but anything you want to wrap up with that is worth, uh, worth celebrating or pointing out? You know, uh, I could talk about the reason we train and why we train because there will come a day when you have to carry bags or you have to carry the kids or you have to do all these different things. We forget that sometimes we get so caught up in doing the burpees and doing the Merkins and how many miles can we cover? But what we're training for is, is leading, leading our families, leading in our communities. Um, so why do we walk around with a bunch of weight on our back? Uh, and for who knows how long, well, there will come a day when you have to carry the bags at the airport. There will come a day when you might have to carry the kids. Um, but I think the way I want to close it out, is uh, a quote from Ted Lasso. You know, we are we are Lasso uh, guys. You and I both love us some some uh, some Ted Lasso. Yes, and he sir. said, "I feel like we fell out of the lucky tree and hit every branch on the way down. Ended up in a pool of cash and Sour Patch Kids." <laughs> Tommy boy, I'm going to go on a limb and say that the F3 men around this nation are not just lucky, but are blessed that we're surrounded by a handful of guys on every morning that care for us, that, that support us. We want us to be stronger. And man, I'll tell you what, falling out of that lucky tree and hitting every branch on the way down and ending up in a pool of, you know, cash and sour patch kids. That's pretty much every morning in the gloom. So uh, thank you, Kwame. Thank you, Rudolph for being with us today, sharing us a little bit about your site Q summit. Um, because man, as you like to say, Tommy boy, this is free. It's ours to give it away. And that type of information that you guys are sharing is something that another region might try out and uh, might see some great value in it. So thank you for carving out some time with us today. Listeners, thanks for listening to it. Another episode. We'll do it again next week. Tommy boy. I'm going to toss it back to you, man, because you've got uh, you've got that righteous beard that I can't compete with. And uh, I figure if the guys aren't watching on YouTube, which they can, if they're not watching, they can at least listen to the dulcet sounds of uh, Tommy Boy closing us out. So back to you, brother. I'll rub it on the microphone. Now, fellas, real short and simple. Uh, follow the lead of Spring Hill. Find the need, fill a need. And in the meantime, just be good or be good at it. Love you, fellas. Love you, man.